Always in the mood to talk about rock. Oh, yeah, we are. Arrow.net. A-R-R-O-E.net. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Sam Spade Morris from the Midnight Devils. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Loving that picture of you, man. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you guys are keeping glam rock wide open. I, man, I'm telling you, that's that was my whole entire childhood. Yeah, it's it's what I grew up on too, and and I, it's what I love, and the the pageantry, the theatrics, the whole glamour of it is just so cool. Well, and you guys bring attitude in the music as well, because I mean, I love uh, working for the weekend. I love the video that went with it, and I love the real badass attitude that you put into those vocals. Yeah, that was such a cool song to to be able to do. And uh, as a kid, man, it was a song I remember growing up riding around in the car with my dad, uh, singing Working for the Weekend. And here we are uh, doing a glam rock version of it, a, a real down and dirty street rock song. It's great. But you know what's really interesting uh, about Midnight Devils is the fact that there are many people that try to be a glam rock band. You guys live it. I mean, I, I can tell by, by, by watching the videos, the interviews and stuff like that. This is the real deal with you guys. Absolutely, it's a it's not a big stretch uh, from from us walking up on stage to the way we we looked every every day when we walk around the street. It's 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 just that we kind of turn it up to to eleven. We turn it past eleven, and we call it hyper glam. But it's really a cool creative extension of our 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 artistic selves. You know, it's it's. Uh, not a lot of bands have the balls to walk around with <laughs> lipstick and glitter. <laughs> I'll tell you what, thanks to the movie uh, Thor, rock is back. I mean, I mean, it's really going to come back strong. And, and we needed a, a movie like this to really open up the door for even you guys. It's time to walk through that door and make some noise. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's kind of we're coming to the point where what happens when bands like Motley Crue and Def Leppard, while we love those bands, what happens when they, they retire? Who's coming next? And I really feel like we're kind of the guys that are that are following in their footsteps and doing it the old school way of, yep. of touring, putting out records, and just playing live music anywhere there is a venue. Are you guys inside the studio together, or are you building it one track at a time? Uh, we were in the studio together. We did it all right over quarantine. We did it at Chip's house in Blue Island, Illinois. It was incredible, and it was such a weird time because the world had kind of shut down. So we we kind of just took that time as as a sign that it was, it was we got to do this record. We got to put out the best possible piece that we can put out. I got to tell you, during during that lockdown time, I was still blessed with the opportunity to talk with Tesla and all the big bands and stuff like that. But there were some very afraid musicians in that moment. How did you find the strength to continue writing music? It was it was tough. It was tough to keep doing what we all love because much like everybody else, we didn't know if we were going back out. We thought it was going to be two weeks. We were actually on tour with the choir boys down in New Orleans when it happened, and they you know the the world shut down. They sent us all home, and we're just like, what do we do now? But somebody told me that it really leveled the playing field. It leveled the playing field for every band everywhere. Everybody was stuck at home, so the the. The key was to keep engaging and keep engaging the, our fans, the fans out there, the music fans, because they needed this just as much as we did. Yeah, and especially now with this, with this new album and stuff like that, you know, people people have got angst uh, built up inside of them. Don't you think that yeah. rock music helps release that angst? Yeah, I think it's 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 a way to almost a stress reliever. Yeah. I, I think that's really what it is. It's a, it's kind of a way to get out and to. Uh, let go of what 
I let go of all the bad and kind of focus on good for just a little while. If, even if it's just a couple hours, we're all there to party. We're all there to celebrate. We're all there to, to kind of to be ourselves and be in that moment. We got to talk about the performance, the way that you guys handle those guitars. You know, so many times we think we're driving that guitar. I'm telling you, they're driving you. I mean, it, 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 the, the body movement, everything you guys are doing is like, damn, that's the way you're supposed to move on a stage. Yeah, thank you so much. It, and it, it's the reason that we're, that we're like that is because we're just as excited as <laughs> the people in the audience. We're just as excited to be up there playing with our buddies. You know, we just got back from from Rockfest, and I'm telling you, it was the most excited I've ever been on stage, staring out into a, a bunch of people at a festival that you couldn't help but move. You couldn't help but just blow the place up. Is there is there an art to mastering music in 2022 or is it hey look we have this opportunity to make our own sound let's grow with this and let's you know let people discover us just like they did at Tower Records or even Musicland Yes you're absolutely right it is it's uh, we're doing it the way that I feel I, I feel we're doing it the old school way. The blueprint had been written. We're not out reinventing the wheel. We're following in the footsteps of those guys that that toured and, and put out records and just did it that old school way. There's no easy way to success. You got to get out there and and win the hearts and minds one person at a time. That's exactly how it is. That's how it's been done for years. And I really think that's the the what we're following in that in that path of playing live music to people i love me some adam levine but i love your hair and you know rock has to have the hair i mean adam i'm sure is great but you gotta have the hair because that's part of the performance as well as the attitude the hair is the hugest it's a huge deal it's uh it, it, it we, you know you wake up every day and it's like that that song uh what is the turn the page song the bob Seger oh, yeah. song you oh, know? yeah couldn't tell if she's a guy he's a girl or a guy walked in the restaurant it's it's true and it's really cool and we know every everywhere we go because of the way we look people are going to stare but that's exactly what we want that's exactly what the midnight devils are about and yeah, i love it i love the attention oh, oh oh my god and and it's a magnet and that's what i love about it i mean you know yeah. everybody wants to come up and touch my hair and it's like touch it you're going to see that it's very real and there, there's a lot of love that went into this thing uh, it is Every day, it's it's the upkeep every day, but it's the it, it's it's what makes it's the it's the rebellion, yeah. you know the, the 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 what makes this such a cool thing. Are you moosing it up? I mean, what what are you doing to to because I mean, I don't I, I don't see you sitting there ratting it every day. Are you? Yeah, every day. Well, not every day, but every day that we go on stage, yeah, and it's just hairspray that uh. Hairspray and love. Yeah. Hairspray and a little layer of glitter that hold it up. I'm so into that. I'm so into that. And and the, the thing is, is that the whole entire you getting ready to go on the stage, that's got to be an extra, what, an hour, hour and a half to get you ready to hit that stage. It normally does take about an hour, but on the, the recent tours, you know, you're blessed with 30 minutes and a mirror in, in some bathroom. Yeah. And so you kind of get good at it because you know, like, okay, we we got a limited amount of time. We got to go. And I think the last one we did, uh, we all got dressed outside using the, the mirrors on the van in the middle of the daylight in the sun, yep. getting dressed out in this field to get to go up on stage in front of a thousand people. See, that's the stuff that used to grow inside an album sleeve. I mean, you would pull out those stories and read about the band or you'd pick up a cream magazine. It's like, oh, my God, they're really living it. Yeah, and I think that's that's what it translates so well 
from from us on stage to what the audience is seeing because it is so real. And I think the audience is always rooting for you. The audience is always there to, to see a good show. And when it translates, when it, it becomes real life, that makes it that much better and that much more passionate. Would you say that one of the biggest members of your band is that light show? The, the lights? Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it really plays a big part and, and doing shows in the daylight is a, such a weird thing yep. and because we're such a visual band because we're the midnight devils it, it really lends to this open flow of artistic creativity we've kind of put ourselves in, into this cool spot where we can do really whatever we want and I think the show is such a big part of it we brought in uh, this this huge devil character <laughs> that, that's in the working for the weekend and we would bring him on stage and you wouldn't think it, it goes over as good but as soon as he walks on stage the attitude changes and the whole place just lights up it is so cool to see you're talking about the devil guy that's in the, uh, working for the weekend right because I mean, yeah, that, oh my. The pink bastard. <laughs> yes, yes. great it, it's just such a good character that is is out of the norm is is it a roadie i mean i mean or are we gonna keep that a secret no he's actually my cousin oh <laughs> yeah he's, he's actually my cousin and, and we're working on him to be the tour manager too uh, <laughs> see now do you do you when you go out there and you're on the stage and stuff like that i mean i i grew up in a garage band so therefore i mean yeah. i i never have lost that attitude is it the same thing for you yes absolutely it's, it's exactly like practicing in the garage 100 degree heat that the whole the whole thing where you're sweating all over yourself yeah that is it's that that hunger and that excitement and and like i said we wouldn't do it if we didn't love love it we wouldn't put on all the miles all the tours it, once we get out there on the road i go man i really miss this and i miss that uh those few moments as you're walking up on stage going i don't know how this is going to go but i know that there's going to be a great story afterwards so it's that adventure good or bad it's going to be an adventure it's going to be something that we're going to be talking about later in the day Oh, that feeling of going up those steps to go to go out there on that stage. I mean, yeah. it, 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 I call it the transition walk. It's, and I tell people this, I go, you could be, uh, you could have not slept for days. You could be tired. You could be angry. You could be mad. But as soon as you walk up those steps, as soon as you, the makeup starts going on, it's <laughs> like a shot of lightning. And you're like, I'm not tired. I feel great. I could do this every day of my life. <laughs> so what, what kind of makeup are you using? Because, I mean, I, when I was a kid, we are, the name of our band was Painted Face. And, of course, we painted our faces. But, man, when I would sweat, that junk would get in my eyes and burn like hell. Yeah, well, uh, I just use it's, it's pure and simple. We use clown white makeup. Nice. That's it. And that's it. That's what we use. And uh, it, it comes off like you sweat it off really bad. But I also think that's part of the show when you're like, the guy's melting in front of me. He's working yep. so hard. <laughs> roll. This is so cool. How many times though, after the show do you look, you get that glimpse in the mirror and you go, yeah, that's it. I, you, you did it, dude. I, 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 I do it every time. <laughs> and especially in the opening shows, I like that. We'll do the set and have to go to the merch table, and I'll have to go back and kind of adjust myself because I look <laughs> terrible. It just melted off. <laughs> Where's the tour taking you right now? Uh, we are doing festivals right now. So we were just okay. in, in Wisconsin for Rockfest. Uh, now we're headed to Grand Island, Nebraska. They do this really cool original music thing in the middle of Nebraska. You wouldn't think it, but they'll bring in a thousand people to come celebrate original uh, music right in Nebraska. And then we go to St. Joe, Missouri, and then uh, on to St. Louis opening for Slaughter. Oh my god! I've been with the guys of Slaughter. Holy crap, dude! They're they're down to earth, man. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited that that 
such a huge record and such a huge band still to this day. And, you know, they're expecting a huge, huge turnout, sellout crowd. And uh, it's just incredible that they're still doing it. Do you see the perseverance in the fan when you when you walk out on that stage? Because those fans, the reason why they're there is because they want the experience of live rock music. I do. I, I see it with with our uh, our fans that have come and seen us before. Like you said, the, the ones that are coming back, the ones that are, are there, the ones that come dressed up and have, have made art. I love it. And I love seeing that that excitement because that was me as a kid. Yep. And I wish that, I wish that there was a band like this when, when when we were kids. You know, a clan band, a celebration band. I also see it in the people that have never seen us before. That jaws when their jaws hit the ground as soon as we walk out on stage, and they know you know it, everybody stays around as soon as we walk out of the dressing room. Nobody leaves the room because they know it's either going to be good or bad, but it's going to be some big story that they're going to be able to tell when they walk away. I can totally relate with that story because in 1977, I was going to see some group called ACDC, and, and, but they were the first band. I'm going, well, what the hell? Why aren't they the second band? And, and the second band was, was this group called KISS. My life changed. Yep. That's exactly what happened to me, too. It was, it was Detroit Rock City yep. for me. I heard Detroit Rock City, everything changed. And that was the, the kind of the catalyst and has, has still been the catalyst me for me personally. Like it, day in, day out, the, the KISS attitude, the KISS mindset, the take no prisoners were coming no matter what. Yeah. So how do you get fans to go to track two, three, four? Because I'm an album listener, but so, but so many of these listeners are one track minds. And it's like, how do we get them to, because you've got 10 tracks on, on this new album. Yeah, it's, it's really... I, th- I think it's about writing strong songs and about the way you structure an album, the way you the way you interest people in in the songs and the albums coming out. How are the how are the people going to be able to relate to the songs that that are on this record? Yeah. I think that's really what keeps it going. And, and you you peak them with a good single, and you peak them with what's the follow up song to that single? What are the people going to hear, and what are they going to hear live? It's interesting you say that because I just talked about this on iHeartRadio that I that I have a difficult time listening to old songs because it takes me back and it's harder than hell to get back up to where we are now. It's new music like yours that gives me the opportunity to create a new soundtrack. Absolutely. I, I love that. And that's such a cool way to, to think about it because it is when you listen to those old songs, you go, it takes you back to that time and place where you first heard it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right now we're creating memories, creating energy, creating uh, just this, this sonic place and time to call our own. And it's not something old. It's something new and it's something exciting. What are you going to do when you hop onto YouTube sometime and there's going to be some kid with a, an acoustic guitar playing one of your songs? I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be so cool. <laughs> and we, we got our first reaction video. And that, I thought that was such a big deal. Like some guy listening to our song, commenting and reacting to the video. I was like, okay, I think we might have made, uh, made it here. YouTube reaction video. I was I was talking with one of the top dogs of TikTok last week, and and they said that you know that everybody's coming to TikTok. This is where the musicians want to be seen first. How how do you prepare yourself for a TikTok world? I don't even know. I, I haven't even graduated over to TikTok yet. Yeah. I'm not sure. It, which we we're such a visual band that I think it would be great. But some a lot of the times you're living in that moment, and it's hard to really capture everything that you're doing on video or for TikTok. And I really think that it kind of ruins the spontaneity and the the 
mystique of the whole thing. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, th- those are like the words from Bob Seger because Bob Seger would say, "I'm, I'm not. You don't film my concert. You, you are not getting the experience if, if you're watching it on a video." And then when I finally caught Bob Seger, it was like, "Geez, he, I understand." Yeah, I, I, I get that a lot with being around. So being around Chip, we'd tour with Enough's Enough so much, and we would always hang out. Every night on the tour, we'd hang out and have dinner, and it was one of those moments where I didn't even want to look at my phone because I thought I would miss something and miss something that he would say and some little nugget of wisdom or some story that I needed to hear. So I would just, you, you wouldn't even look at your phone for hours and hours because we're all hanging out and you're just like, you just don't want to miss a minute of this rock and roll madness. So true. <laughs> and so will you eventually make your way down to the Carolinas? Uh, yeah, I believe we're coming down. Uh, I believe maybe the second leg of the, the glam slam metal jam tour starts. Mm-hmm. It's, it goes down South and through Texas and uh, Florida. All right, man, we got to get together for some Southern barbecue. All right. Hey, no problem. What's what's the website where listeners can go discover music? You know, continue to follow you. I'm sure you've got merchandise, man. There, I, I see the pictures. Yeah, absolutely. As a Kiss fan, you know I do, and I, <laughs> I really think that, that the Midnight Devils lends itself to to creating really cool merch. And the cool thing is, is that we get people like our friends to create the merch, and then and then turn around and put it on our merch table. All of it is shipped from my house to to anywhere around the world. I just got an order from Belgium today. So you go to themidnightdevils.com and everything is, is shipped with love from Nebraska out to the world. And it goes directly to supporting and funding the tours that we go on. Themidnightdevils.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. And we're a very active social media band. So drop a comment, drop a like, whatever you do, we'll, we'll find it and we'll yeah, become that, friends that's that's one of the things i wanted to bring up about you know uh, being from you're from omaha right yeah, yeah so i mean god just to say we're from omaha i mean my god that's got attitude all over because who's from omaha yeah, absolutely everyone's like omaha did they just say omaha these are nebraska <laughs> boys out here dressed like we're wearing a skirt and a, a filthy prom dress yeah it sometimes it gets crazy but i really think that we have uh, that that cool opportunity to go to either coast, you know, in one day. Yeah. The driving's easy, the travel's easy, and we really have that Midwest sound. That sound is in our music, and it's distinctive, whether it be the Chicago sound or, or you know, coming from Omaha. Did you ever get out there on a haystack? And the reason why I bring that up is because we, I, I'd go down to Ranchester, Wyoming all the time, and I'd take my guitar out there, and that haystack, maybe 10, 10 bales high, I'd be up there on top pretending I was at the biggest rock concert on the face of the planet. <laughs> I never did. You know, I, I grew up in a city, and that's that's one of the things that everybody asks. Oh, you grew up in a cornfield? And I was like, no, yeah, I, I grew up in a city. I've always been a city boy. Nebraska just is a little bit slower and a little bit easier than most places. I love it. Dude, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. I would love to. I really appreciate you talking to me, man. I can tell how excited you are and how excited uh, you know, being a KISS fan, being a, a new rock and roll fan, looking for those bands coming down the pike. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you could uh, reach out and uh, send me your, your address and I'll ship uh, one of our CDs out to you. Dude, I thank you so much. I'll, yes, I'll do absolutely. that. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Thank you. Have a good day.